0: G'day everyone, and welcome back to the second edition of Winning Edge Mornings. Joining me this week is a man that doesn't really need any introduction. His two services, Dean's Tips and Trial Spy, tick nearly every box. Profitability, longevity, consistency, and most importantly, accurate and achievable odds recordings. And he's been in red-hot form since returning from a three-month pause to perform rigorous analysis and upgrades on his database. We only have to look back to last week when he found Tai Chi Goddess at a huge price in Adelaide for evidence of that. Dean Evans, welcome.
1: G'day Lewis, how are you going?
0: Yeah, going well, thanks. Thanks for coming on.
1: No, nah, no, nah, my pleasure. It's, uh, yeah, it's a really big day's racing, so looking, looking forward very much to getting into it.
0: Perfect. And um, for those that don't know, you don't limit yourself to one state or one jurisdiction as such. But um, given most eyes will be on the Group 1 action at Randwick today, we thought that that should be the main focus. Um, yeah, no, so it's
1: certainly you know during these these carnival times, it's uh, it's definitely the main focus, and um, you know I've I've certainly spent uh, the majority of my time focusing on on that meeting, regardless. Uh, to see if we can we can nail some uh, some big winners in the carnival.
0: Sounds pretty good. Um, so, firstly, let's touch on the track. Um, it's rated a good four with the rail out six meters. How do you see it playing?
1: Yeah, penetrable is five point oh seven, which It's actually not that different to how it was last week. It was 5.13, and yet um, there was a lot of talk about them irrigating it last week, and they put about two millimetres on it. They've they've only put one millimetre on it the last seven days, but nothing in the last 24 hours, there's been no rain. Um, So it's actually surprising that the Peno seems to be quite similar. Uh, Mm -hmm. But it it, it sort of played really as a soft six last week, Um, and... You know, it, it's probably going to just play as a, as a good four, uh, I suppose, today. The rail's out, so my only concern with them not irrigating as much and no rain is just with the rail out, there's a bit of a sort of a west north even than east-northeasterly. It's just whether that's going to mean, um, you know, on speed and, and rails and run comes into play a bit more than it has the first two days of the carnival, which
0: mm-hmm.
1: probably doesn't suit... Some of the horses I was keen on, um, so I'm a bit concerned about that, but, you know, in that sort of situation, we just look at the first few races, um, you know, we'll bet as though we're playing on a fair track for the first few races and then probably send out a second set a uh, bit later in the day once we've sort of seen how the track's playing. I was keen on the horse called Cat gully Red in the... In the first, I advised members a couple of days ago to take $31. It's sort of into $19 now. Mm. Um, It's drawn wide, uh, which is a concern, but it sort of generally sits midfield. So it'll be a sort of first test if it can get a bit of cover and a decent run to see how it it runs on. Um, In the second race, I thought Kiku was the one to beat. It's obviously a real back marker, Um, although there's not a lot of speed in this race, so it might not have to get quite as far back you know, to get back, uh, I'm also very keen on Eliza Beale at sort of double figure odds um, and I think it can race a bit handier, so you know, those first two races will tell us how the track's playing and there's a couple of 2,000 metre races um, and, you know, uh, by that and maybe after the hallmark, you can get a real good idea if the track is playing you know, with a real preference to those on paces and on the rails, and if it is, we sort of change tack, if not, we sort of you know, as we're betting on a fair track.
0: Okay, and can I ask you are, you, are you less sort of concerned about track bias in the longer, the longer the distances, sort of two thousand meter plus, or what? How do you see that? Yeah, yeah, risk? yeah.
1: yeah two thousand meter plus, it often, uh, you know, the bias is less pronounced. Um, mm-hmm. It just depends how strong it is. I think the the strongest bias is often not an on pace bias. The strongest bias is often a rails bias. You know, we saw that at mm-hmm. Rose Hill. Rose Hill on the day, uh, you know, Senior Fox and, um, uh, and and those sorts of horses were basically there were nine races and all nine races he had to be on the rails to win. Um, yeah. For me, they're the, the worst race days uh, for everyone. You know, for punters that's just trying to trying to work out who's going to be in the fence is um, you, you know not not always easy and for participants for everyone it's you know if you've got a race of 15 horses and only three or four of them who are on the fence can win, that's not great racing. So uh, people you know, – I've got a different opinion to some who didn't like the irrigation last week. I think it's great because it meant the track played fair. Even yeah. if they get off the fence, most horses still have their chance, whereas if it's a non-fence bias, they don't. So I'm hoping that's not the case today. Um, mm-hmm. But if it is, we just need to change tack a little bit.
0: Perfect. Um, and something else I wanted to ask you about quickly before we got get stuck into the group ones um, with jockeys and specifically what level of importance um, you place on them on a big, big day like today?
1: Yeah. You know, there's a big, there's a big importance. I do a lot of historical profiling as I call it, which is essentially on these big days going back through the last 10 years of every, every race on the card and seeing what type of horses win those races, you know, what, age, gender, you know, jockeys, trainers, what kind of prep they had, um, you know, all sorts of factors to to then try to see what type of horse usually wins this race. And then, uh, you know, compare that to the type of horses that are running in the race on the day. Um, One thing you notice on these big days is the same names of the jockeys pop up every year. Um, And, you know, when you're talking about what I consider the A-grade jockeys, uh, and every jockey riding on a big day like this at Randwick is a very good jockey, you know, don't get me wrong, but you know, I look at the A-grade jockeys like your James McDonald's, your Tommy Berry's, uh, Hugh Bowman's. Um, you've got Jamie Carr over today who's obviously uh, A-grade. Um, even someone like a John Allen, you know, the Josh Parr's, or Tim Clark's, I, I consider A-grade jockeys. Um, Something a little bit harder for the for the Melbourne jockeys to do as well, but, you know, someone like Craig Williams. Um, But, you know, the A-grade jockeys are getting the A-grade horses, and and they're just that better jockey, you know, even a Jason Jason fine with. So I sort of more class it as if if I'm keen on the horse and everything else stacks up and one of those jockeys is on, then then I'm happy. Um, But there's also what I'd class sort of the B-grade and C-grade jockeys in this sort of day. Um, and, and, you know, if I'm keeping the Horse and one of them are riding it, then, you know, you're definitely factoring that into your ratings and, uh, you know, considering whether they're more of a saver bet or you're just, uh, you know, adjusting for that um, because generally the other jockeys are are not getting the best rides, uh, the best choice, but, you know, they're also just... Historically, they're not winning these big races at a high percentage, so you, you have to factor that in.
0: Okay, makes sense. Um, so let's talk about the two group ones, um, the first of which is race number six, the champagne stakes over 1600 meters for the two year olds. The movers have interestingly been away from the favorites, um, and the traditional lead up races. I see Jim Martini's 11 into $7.50 and Port Lewis is 26 into $11 most places.
1: Yeah. Interesting. Uh, Jim Martini. Uh, you know, John Sargent's a, a very good trainer. I think my concern with Jen Martini is that she ran on that day at Rose Hill where there was a real yeah. Rails bias favoured, um, and she just came along the rails. Um, and so, while on paper it looks like she's in, a nice back marker that'll appreciate the mile, she might have been a bit flattered there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and you've got Port, Port Louis, who's, uh, you know, he's, he's had two runs coming up a 1200 metre maiden, jumping up to a 1600 group one. So, um, you know, for me, when I look at the historical profile in this race, you're generally wanting to be coming out of the the SARS produce. Um, you know, the slipper SARS produce is the best sort of form for this. Um, we're in a fortunate position. trial spy members, we backed Queen of Wizardry. Um, back uh, about a month and a half ago, I think it was, about six weeks ago, at sort of $51, $26 in futures. Um, and also Halal at, at $13 in futures. Oh, wow. uh, and, and he's now the 390 favourite. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a bit of shame too because Cap de Volunt is a horse that we backed in futures for Golden Slipper and it was very unlucky, it should have run a place. Um, mm-hmm. And then again in the, you know, around $26 and then again at big odds in the size produce when he, Ran really, really well for third, um, but we had a really good each way cutting them, so we did well there as well. Um, but unfortunately, when when we put the futures bets on for Queen of Wizardry and Halal, for whatever reason, they didn't actually have Captain on the market, so it was a shame because otherwise we would have had Queen of Wizardry, Halal, and Captain on to all the big sort of double yeah. figure odds, and, and they essentially would have been the three favourites. But, um, you know, when I look through the race now, you know, we, we've got a good starting position there with... with with two big odds, Queen of Wizardry I'm, I'm really keen on. I think um, she's kind of uh, uh, you know, very much been set for this race third up with some of the others are coming to the end of their campaigns. Uh, her size projects run was really good. You know, If you watch the replay, she was yeah, lucky. She should have finished a lot closer uh, than she did and, and certainly suggested that um, the milder ideal and Jamie Carr comes back to ride her. So there's a lot of positives there and Abel Nation's had a very good carnival. Uh, so I'm keen on her halal. My big concern with halal, I would have been very keen on it still, but they put a tongue tie on, and that's a gear change that I'm not a fan of. Uh, it, it often suggests that there's an issue. Team Hawks have had 25 horses with a tongue tie on for one winner, uh, and a yeah. horse was a dollar 60. So that's a real concern for halal for me. Uh, you know, it's three dollars 90, and I'm glad we're on it at 13, dollars but I'm concerned with that. Um, and it means you know I'm probably wanting to, to look at whether we save on a horse like Cap Devant. Uh, you know I thought Converge was good in the in the Fernhill. Um, and there's probably a couple of sneaky horses at, at big odds. You know Daily Bugles an interesting one just because last year Robbie Griffiths had a horse who won that 1500 metre race at Mornington and then it ran down the track in the size Produce. Um, you know a horse he had called Glenfiddich on on the wet track. And it came back on a dry track of the Champagne and, and ran second last year at $31. Now, you got Daily Bugle, who won at Mornington over 1500 failed on the wet and the SARS projects because it was on the fence where the fence was off. And now it comes here, and it's, you know, $34. Very similar profile to Glenfiddich mm-hmm. last year. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's something at odds. You know, I thought Aca-Harta, um was possibly a roughie at $26. Just had a good prep for it. He was a good second at Kembla, finished really strongly, and then solid third in the Fernhill. Um so I thought if we were looking at a couple of odds, you know, there were a couple that, that might be worth specking, uh, considering we're already in a good position with Queen of Wizardry at sort of $51 and Halal at $13 for members, you know. So, so I'm sort of just figuring out. We might even be late alert because I might see other tracks playing if it's sort of favouring on pace and it might govern which of those we want to back. But um, they're sort of the key chances that I'm, I'm looking at in, in that race.
0: All right. Perfect um let's move on to the all-age stakes to be run at weight for age over 1400 meters um the most notable firmer here is colding who's been 13 into $7.50 um the favorite mask crusader um, which is a horse i'm sure that'll be carrying a lot of money today it's pretty firm around the three dollar mark
1: yeah look i mean coldings you know for dean's tips members i think it's one of our Favourite horses, Um, you know, we have backed it to win virtually every big race that it's won, you know The George Mayne at double figure odds, the Golden Eagle, yep, some Handicap, I think at $15 in futures We backed it, you know, so it's been a really good horse to Mm -hmm. us I think we've won something like 30 units on it Um, It's hard to be convinced that it's going as well as it can Um, I just don't think it's quite in that peak form that it was as a a Three and four year old um, Though it's been solid Dry track, though. It finally gets a dry track, which is its preference. Um, And, you know, it certainly races best at Brandwick. Um, For me, the the main historical profile sort of point on this race is that the last five winners have all come out of the TJ Smith. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's a fact that you can't ignore. It's the strongest form line. It's the perfect lead up at 1,200 uh, two weeks before this race. So, you know, I have to look at horses like Master Crusader uh, and Zutori. Um, who were both very good. Mars Crusader was an excellent second to Nature Strip. Zutoria I thought was a really good fourth, and I think this is a race that they've really set up for it after winning the new mark. So, um, but again, you know they're both back markers, so this is where this is the sort of race where you've really got to wait, I believe, until you see the other, the other runs um, on the day and just see can they win from the back. Cause if they can't, then suddenly Mars Crusader and Zutoria are in trouble. Um, and, and you, you want to be looking elsewhere. Um, if there is a non-paced bias, you know, I think there's a couple of horses. Uh, you know, I think I Am Superman it's not a bad ruffer. It's sort of $19. We've backed him a couple of times to win at Roseville over over 1500 at nice odds, and um, you know, he's sort of a, just a dry track, $1,400, 1500 meter horse, so um, I think he's sort of $19 at his surprise. Prague's another horse I'm really... Keen on, I, I think, he's very, very underrated. We backed him at sort of $41 in the new market, and he ran fourth. But was, the new market was a, an iffy race because basically the first three home were the first three on the on the uh, rails side.
0: Mm-hmm. He was
1: the first home on the on the grandstand side, and, and ran a huge race. And then, and it was, you know, but unlucky in the, in the Arrowfield too. Sort of had to jag back from the wide gate and flew home. Was only beaten, uh, you know, a uh, neck there. It's not a great sort of. Ideal set up to be sort of off a 42 break and then run well last week and then come off seven days But I, I think he's a good horse. So, you know, at $21 um, He's probably the, the best of the three-year-olds I think um, But you know, the, I think that this race is very much waiting and seeing I'm, I'm hoping the track plays fair They can win from anywhere uh, including the back and if they can then Masque Crusader and Zutori are the two that um, I'd want to be on in that in that scenario
0: Okay, terrific um, and lastly, um, if there's some listeners out there who aren't already getting your stuff and wish to do so, how do they do that?
1: Uh, well, I run, I run two services on, on winningedgeinvestments.com. Uh, one's called Trial Spy, which is, uh, you know, betting solely based on, uh, you know, very detailed and thorough analysis of all the barrier trials and jump-outs um, around Australia. And then Dean's Tips, which is these days more, focused on, uh, you know, the major racing, the sort of black type group and, and black type racing and, and satellite racing and, and sort of metro racing, but, but we do, uh, you know, spec all around the country and, and, and have goes on other days as well. But go to winningedgeinvestments.com slash products or, or go to the website, and just click on membership options and you can find the, the Dean's Tips and, and Trials by services there and, and a whole wide range of other horse racing and sports services that, uh, you know, come from very, very high-quality uh, uh, professional punters.
0: Perfect. All right, Dean, I think that'll just about do us. Thanks again for that, and good luck today.
1: All no right, Thanks very much, mate. Have a, have a good day.